Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we back at it, baby. We back at it, right? Got a lot to talk about, Um, a lot of things going on with the Jets. We just brought in, uh, made a new free agency signing that's really going to help us defensively. I'm excited. Cannot wait to talk to you folks about it. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. We're going to get into it, but listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. You can also follow my show as well on iTunes at The Long Beach Joe Show. Um, I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ00. Uh, you can also follow my show's page at uh, The Long Beach Joe. Uh, you can also catch me on Instagram as well at The Long Beach Joe Show as well, 00. Go ahead and check me out, man. My streams as well are the, uh, it's Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets is where I'm live streaming. I know a lot of people listen to me on the show on Blog Talk Radio, but also live stream, you know, during my shows too. Love going back and forth with everybody. So please, everybody, follow me across all my platforms, you know what I'm saying, and get involved with me. Talk to me, I'll talk back. Now listen, folks, now it's time to get into it, all right? So much has gone on. There's been guys that have moved around, so much to talk about, free agency. But the Jets made a solid signing, man. They made a pretty big signing here. Sheldon Rankins, uh, you know, former New Orleans Saints, Defensive tackle, we were able to get him. Two-year deal worth up to $17 million. Now, I know that there was a lot of knocks on Sheldon. You know, some people didn't necessarily love the signing because he has a little bit of an injury history, just a little bit, you know. Missed time as a rookie with a fractured fibula, tore his ACL in 2018. You know, that was during a playoff game, though. You know what I'm saying? So he also had a foot surgery in 2019. Missed some games in 2020 as well, like a sprained MCL. But, you know, at the end of the day, if this guy can stay healthy, which I believe he will, you know, if this guy can stay healthy, he's a former first-round pick, dude, he will be a monster in this 4-3, a monster. I mean, he's already said he feels more healthy now than he ever has, you know. If he can stay healthy with what we have inside, defensive line will be unbelievable. Look at the situation that we have. You got Fadukasi, you got him in the inside, then you got Lawson, Carl Lawson, a guy we just got in the Bengals, he's going to be out on the outside as a defensive end. And then you can also switch and put Quentin Williams on the opposite end of the defensive line as well at another defensive end spot. This line is going to be insane, dude. It's going to be insane. (laughs) uh, Who can block that? Who can block that? Who can block that, man? It's going to be crazy. I mean, I could just see us just being completely ferocious and getting after people constantly, constantly. There's just there's so much. You know, we, we've done such a solid job of plugging holes along our defensive line. You look in the past, we've had mad issues, mad issues. We finally have a pass rusher, and we finally got a guy again in rankings that we can bring in, have him on the inside. He's a scheme fit, and he's going to be able to be a beast there. And then you look at our rotation. Rotation is solid, too. We got Shepard, Zungia. Then you look, again, John Franklin Myers. That could be deadly, dude. You're just going to be rotating guys and getting after quarterbacks. 
and also stopping the run as well. I think we'll be a solid run-stuffing team. I'm telling you, this 4-3 rankings, again, if he stays healthy, 4-3 could be one of the top D-lines in the league. With the additions that we've made, I'm telling you, we could be very good, especially with Joe Sulla. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, Robert Sulla and Joe Douglas making sure that moves are still being made. This Jets defense could be nasty, dude, could be nasty. Now, again, there's still positions that need to be addressed, right? There's still positions that we need to look at. We'll talk about those today as well. We'll talk about the cornerback position because I still think that there's, there's some needs there. We'll talk about the O-line. We'll talk about linebacker. We got Jared Davis as well, who will be in the mix too. I think we'll see him utilized in different ways. I think we'll see him, you know, sent on blitzes and getting after the passer and all kinds of stuff because that guy has a motor. So we'll see a lot of different stuff, man. But I'm telling you, I like this signing. I really do. And I know that Joe Douglas, again, he's going to keep, keep looking for guys. He's going to stay out there. He's going to keep everything open. But, you know, this, this signing with Rankins, I like the move. I really, really do. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about, you know, I guess Jets Twitter has erupted. <laughs> Jets social media has erupted yet again. You know what I mean? Uh, Corey Davis, you know, said in a – an interview today that, uh, you know, he signed believing that Sam Darnold was going to be the starter come, you know, the beginning of the season. A lot of people uh, feel a certain way about that, <laughs> just to say the least. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people not exactly happy about that. You know what I mean? So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we got so much to cover. Marcus May also signed his franchise, uh, you know, tag. He's going to be making $10.6 million dollars. Uh, this year, hopefully, we'll be able to work out uh, and you know get a deal, uh, get an extension for him, and keep him here. Make sure we re-sign him, get him a solid deal, have him here for years to come because he's one of the better uh, safeties in the league. Period. But he damn sure is one of the best players on our defense, and he's one heck of a cover safety as well. Guy's unbelievable, you know. So we're going to talk about quite a bit tonight. We're also going to talk about you know guys that we missed out on because I know a lot of people are upset about us missing out on Keanu Neal and. Kyle Fuller and Adoree Jackson. We're going to talk about quite a bit tonight. I'm telling you guys. You guys better be ready. So, again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. You can call in. The lines are open. Call in. Lines are open. You know what I'm saying? We got some callers on board. We're going to get to everybody tonight. Again, if you call into my show, do not curse because I will get you out of here fast. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm telling you. Faster than we got Henry Anderson out of here. That was we got him out of here fast, fast. Not a scheme fit. Not gonna get it done. We gotta, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. So we're gonna get to these callers. We're gonna get to these callers again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five. Six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We're going to talk about it. We're talking about defense. We're talking about the signings. We're talking about the offense. We're talking about it all. So, first call I'm going to get to. I'm going to get to my guy E. Man, my guy E is already on the line. You already know he's going to bring it. E, what's going on, my friend? Good to hear from you tonight. Give me your thoughts on the Jets signing Sheldon Rankins. How do you feel about this, man? What's going on, Joe? Hope you're doing good, man. So, at first, honestly, I was confused, man. I didn't really get it, and then I kind of thought a bit more about it. When you think about it, your best D-lines aren't just going to be the guys, the four best D-linemen in the league. 
You need some good depth, yep. and don't forget, everyone's – it's not just like he's a backup or whatnot or you're going to make Foley a backup. These guys are going to rotate in. You don't want at the end of your game your defense to blow up a game because they're so tired because they've been on the field so long. So this gives you so many options. You know, Robert Sala, you know, really emphasizes his defensive line. Um, and, yeah, so I, re- I actually really like the move. You know, it's interesting how, you know, versatile our, our line can be. I think our kind of base defense is going to be like, Obviously, Lawson on the edge. I think we'll get another edge rusher. I think also John Franklin Myers has a bit of edge experience, a defensive end experience. Yeah. So maybe he can play on there. Quinn Williams is our dog, man. He's going to be there most of the time. And then, excuse me, Rankins, she's going to be great. Foley can be in there because run, uh, like a, a running plays, like first and second down, because um, obviously he's not an elite pass rusher, but he's an elite run stopper, stopper obviously. Sheldon Rankins brings you the kind of the opposite of Foley. He's a good pass rusher, you know. And after seeing that mm-hmm. video of him uh, saying um, they, he got asked what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving, he said, you know, the family stuff's cool, but I'm 300 pounds. <laughs> I like mac and cheese. I like honey roasted ham. Yeah. I like apple pie. I was yep. sold. I was I was sold after that, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, that, that was hilarious. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, man, listen, if you know, you got the right people cooking. Uh, yeah, mac and cheese? <laughs> My grandma's mac and cheese is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> nice, man. Grandma, oh, yeah, man. Shout out to you, Grandma. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, give back. Uh, you know, like I said, I, you know, I, I think he's a guy that we're bringing in that's definitely going to be able to get some pressure on guys. Um, he's definitely going to be able to rush the passer interiorly, uh, from the interior and uh, really get after it. I think that we've really built a solid defensive line so far. And, I'm, you know, I'm happy about this because how long have we, have we been without pass rush? It's been years. It's been so long since we've been able to get at the quarterback effectively, you know, in lieu of sending a blitz. It's always been, well, just send four guys. Yeah, we'll get them. Yeah, just send five guys. Yeah, we'll get them. It's like, well, damn, you know, the rest of the league at least has, you know, teams that are, you know, competitive constantly and successful constantly. They have at least one or two guys that they can just send at you from the defensive line and going to get after. Hell, look at the Bucks. The Bucks literally won a Super Bowl. I mean, that's, that's a very solid team. Tom Brady, all that offense is phenomenal. But look who took over the Super Bowl. It was the guys they had up front that were able to get pressure. Barrett and, and JPP. You know, they weren't sending a million guys. They and were the just guys sending guys, those guys a lot of the time and getting after it. Too. The guys in yeah. the interior did a lot, too. They eat up the blocks, and those guys can eat on the outside, yeah. And, like, the thing yeah. is, too, yeah. like, also, you know, Sheldon Rankins comes with a bit of injury concern, which hopefully he doesn't get injured. We'll see how that goes. But the depth mm-hmm. we have behind is phenomenal. I mean, Kyle Phillips, Nathan Shepard, Jabari's getting his third-round pick. There's something there. Maybe he can play a bit on the edge. Uh, Bryce Huff, he can come in on, like, third-down pass rush situations. Like, we got a lot yeah. of options there, which is really good. I think this defense is two corners or a corner and a slot corner away from being a, and a, maybe another linebacker from being a really good defense. Yeah, and you brought it up, and that's what I was going to ask you next was, you look at this situation at the cornerback position, I know that there's a lot of Jets fans that aren't exactly happy we missed out on Keanu Neal. I know that he's more of a linebacker kind of safety guy, but people wanted him, you know, particularly, you know, some of the things that he could do. People also wanted, um, you know, a Dory Jackson as well. Um, they wanted Kyle Fuller. We talked about him on my last show. People were excited about him testing free agency. All those guys are gone now. When you look at the Jets' cornerback position, what are your thoughts on it? And are there any free agents that you want to see the Jets target and bring in, man? Yeah, so Keanu Neal, I I was really bummed we didn't get him, especially seeing what he got. That sucks, but 
I mean, he went to his old head coach. There's a connection there. We also have the connection, obviously, with uh, Ulbrick, but it is what it is. Um, Kyle Fuller, we were never getting him. Everyone said it immediately when he got cut. Everyone's like, yeah, it's going to Denver. He's playing with his old coordinator there. There's a really good connection there. I mean, he had his best years with Fangio, so I didn't expect that to happen. Dory Jackson, um, I'm honestly not too familiar with him as a player, but, I mean, I'm not too bummed. We got, I think we're going to attack corner in the draft. I think there's two guys who really stand out to me still available. Steven Nelson just got cut by the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, shoot. Uh, yeah, he, he's 28, which is kind of not young, but not too old, so maybe like a two- to three-year contract. Obviously, Richard Sherman's mm-hmm. still out there, but, yeah, I think we can attack it in the draft like in the second round. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm not too worried. What are your thoughts? Yeah, what are your thoughts about Malcolm Butler? Because I know a lot of people are, you know, possibly excited about bringing him in as well and really trying to address stuff. He He's pretty up there, though, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a little up there in age, absolutely. But, you know, he's a solid corner that you can bring in. When you look at what we have right now, I know a lot of people are shook about that, too. Also, when you look at our slot position as well, some people want to bring Poole back. Are you against that, too? Oh, I want to bring Poole back, yeah. Him or a K-1 but I bring Poole well. back, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, that's, that's a great. Sure. Yeah, that's our, a great name. I was really big on him too. I would really like to see us get Kwan Williams. He's a guy that has experience, you know, in that Niners defense. He's familiar with Sella. I really, I'd really like us to, you know, go after him <laughs> as well. I know that he's went to a couple of different teams and looked at a couple of different, you know, spots that he can land. But I think that that would be a solid move too. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't gone after as many 49er guys, but I guess you know they have they have other options themselves, obviously. But I think we just really we desperately need another cornerback on the outside. I think Bless Austin's terrible. Uh, Lamar Jackson, not much there. I mean, I like Bryce Hall, but I mean, you, you really don't have anything there. So yeah, I, I would get another. I'd probably sign like a Richard Sherman to be like a stopgap mentor role, and then draft the corner in the second round because a lot of times the adjustment period from college to the NFL is pretty bad. I mean, Akuda didn't really have that good of a year last year, and he was the best corner in the draft. So, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, some of the guys he had to face, like, you know, Jefferson, Adams, you know, tough, tougher, you know, competition whatnot. But, yeah, I, I, I think I'm not too worried. I, I think the biggest, the two biggest needs on this team right now um, outside of the quarterback, we'll get to that in a sec, are um, mm-hmm. guard and I know. Uh, uh, guard and corner. So, and we luckily have a lot of draft assets, and the uh, class is kind of strong in that. So, do you want to talk about the yeah. whole Corey Davis thing? Yeah, uh, go ahead, man. I, 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 you know where I was already. I was already ready. You know, here so, we you know, go. Yeah, man. I know. I already know how it goes with you. So, go, go ahead. Yeah, Corey, right. Corey Davis. You know, says that he signed, believing that Sam Darnold was going to be the starter going into the season. What are your thoughts on that, E? Go ahead. That Start means hate. absolutely nothing. What the hell is he supposed to say? Oh, no, no, I came to play with Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, who's not even on the team. I mean, what do you expect him to say? I mean, he's not going to say, oh, my, yeah, that's a great way to join a new team. Oh, yeah, he stinks. Like, we have, what, two or three quarterbacks on the roster. He's not going to list some quarterback who isn't on the roster. So, I mean, I, I, at first I was like, oh, shoot. Like, and then I, I thought about it for a second. I'm like, oh, wait, what, what else is he supposed to say? I mean, all these offensive players that we signed, they're going to get asked that at one point. You know, who's your quarterback? And the quarterback for the Jets right now is Sam Darnold. So there's no you – know, you're not going to say that I'm, I'm going to go – I came here to play for somebody who's not on the team. So I, I don't overthink it. You know, Jets Twitter is Jets Twitter. <laughs> you know, I expected it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm 
you know, even if whatever side you're on, whether you want to keep him, whether you want to get rid of don't take any stock into this because what else is he supposed to say? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Um, I, I've already talked about my position with Sam Darnold and what I, what I kind of think the, the Jets are going to do, but I look at the situation and I, and I say to myself, you know, that's, that's pretty much my take as well. I don't think Corey is going to sit in an interview, you know, one of his first interviews and go, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm hoping that uh, Justin Fields is my quarterback next year. Or, <laughs> or you know, if, if we can imagine. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think that that's going to go over too well. You know, not even just with Sam Darnold, but just the offensive, you know, you know offensive, uh, the, the, the team as a whole, you know, let alone the offensive yeah. staff, you know, hell, let alone Joe Douglas, because you'd be tipping, you know, your hand into whatever they might exactly. have told you, you know, about whatever the draft exactly. is coming up. But I've also talked about that as well, that even if they want to move on from Sam Darnold, they should be talking, you know, they, should, they shouldn't say anything. No, Joe Douglas is too smart yep. of a general manager to give away anything that he's going to do. He's going to stay poker face. He's not going to say anything. You know, he's going to continue to go, go about his day, ho-hum, and you'll figure it out when you figure it out. I mean, at the end of the day, hell, look at this entire season. Look at this entire offseason. There's no leaks coming out of, of Jets uh, yeah, you know, franchise anymore. That. Nothing. Nobody yeah. knows nothing. I mean, you know, all, all the leaks about like Gates and stuff everybody that came else. after last year were BS. Like everyone, you know, Cowboys yeah. were saying like, "Oh, oh, Gates uh, is gone if if they lose this Denver game." And I kind of had hope that that was going to be true, so that was the first Jet loss I rooted for last year. Uh, but it obviously didn't come true. I'm like, okay, well, he's done. He's staying here for the rest of the season. But move on from that. Gates is gone. Uh, speaking of, uh, yeah. I gotta say one uh, thing about Adam Gates, man. Your live stream is Hold on a second. I look, at, I look at the situation and I say to myself, like you just talked about as well, is that there's no leaks coming out at all. all and, and the leaks that are coming, they aren't correct. Like, <laughs> they're often way off. And that's something I think that's huge as well that a lot of people are not talking about, is that when you look at the situation now, nothing gets out of MetLife. Nothing gets out of the middle now. Nothing gets out of the franchise. Even the beat is often stumped. All due respect to every single beat writer, I respect you all. But they're often stumped. They're not, you know, a lot of times they're not even breaking things. It's other people. Yep. Or it's just, you know, put out by the team. So he's beaten a lot of – Joe Douglas has really sealed a lot of holes, a lot of leaks or whatever else was going on because nobody knows anything. And I think that's the best way to be. We should go into this draft with people, you know, head spinning, not knowing what's going on because that gives us lots of options. That allows us to, if we want to fleece a team, you know, if a team really starts to believe, oh, my goodness, Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, because some people really value Zach Wilson. There's teams, according to reports, that value Zach Wilson ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, there was some talk even after that, um, you know, that, that bowl game where Justin Fields really came out there and looked amazing, that some people value Justin Fields above uh, Trevor Lawrence as well. And if we're talking Man, about people are trying to get they heralded one of the best, you know, quarterbacks to come out since Andrew Luck, and people were talking about how much it would take to give him to get him, that does nothing but skyrocket the price of the second pick in the first round, which we hold. So if Joe Douglas is smart, and he is, he clearly is a is a very smart man. He's not going to say a word. He's going to keep his mouth shut. Everything's going to be zip buttoned up, and you're going to pay the price if you want to move up to two. Give me a, go ahead and give me your thoughts on that. E. All right, one more thing, man. Uh, I saw your one of your old streams, one of your gaming streams popped up in my recommendation. Mm-hmm. I watched it the other day. 
you're playing some horror games, dude. The comments you're making about, like, yo, you're getting chased by some random guy. You're like, yo, it's Adam Gates, and they're, like, dead people. It's like, oh, it's all McTaggart graphics. Dude, I laughed my ass off. That was so funny. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, it's Sal Loggins. Like, you, you got to do that again, man. Yeah, you know, uh, for those of you that are listening to me on Blog Talk or watching watching the stream, uh, you know, I also, you know, outside of just Jets content, we also play games when I can because my schedule is crazy. I'll get back to it, E, believe me. I know people want me to absolutely attack that. I, I really enjoy uh, having fun with y'all and just talking and, and doing everything and playing the games. I will get back to it, but my schedule just got to clear up. So, Listen, E-Man, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for calling in. It's always great talking to you. I got to get to the rest of these lines, man. You have a good night, my friend. You too, man. Have a good one. Man, E calling in with the fire, bruh. He's calling in with the fire. Salutes to him, man. Salutes to him. He's always a good call. He knows his jets, and he has his takes, man. Respect that. I respect that. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. That is the number to the show. Okay. For some of you that do not understand how my show works, if you call in, okay, I know other people do different things with their platform. Salute and respect to everybody. Okay. Because I love everybody. But when you call into my show, you will go into a queue. I can see you. Okay. Do not call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up. I will get to you. Everybody will get their time on my show. I want to respect everybody's time. We're all Jet fans. You know, I want to speak to everybody. And I don't care who you are, how big of a following you have, none of that. Everybody will get their time, okay? I just want to put that out there because there are some people that are confused about how this works. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's confused, all right? I'm going to cut the confusion. Just stay on the line, and I will get you. And do not curse on my show because I will get you out of here. So I'm going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. If you're listening to me on Blog Talk, also live stream during my shows, I have a chat, man. They're not called the chat. They're called the savages. Why? Because they're savage. Nobody is safe. Not even me. You know what I'm saying? If you give a take that they don't like, they're getting at you, point blank, period. That's how it goes, you know. So I'll come to them as well because they're always, you know, spitting their takes, and I love going back and forth with them too. So salute to all the savages in the chat. We'll continue to get after it. So I'm going to get back to these lines. I'm going to get to my guy next, 646. I believe this is Monty, man. I think this is my guy, Monty. Monty, is this you, my friend? Are you calling in to accost me yet again? Joe. 646. What's up? What's up, Joe? What's going on, my man? How are you doing today? Hey, Joe. It's Colin from Long Island, New York. Oh, this is Colin. I thought this was, this was Monty. Oh, yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on, Colin? How are you doing, my friend? All right, all right. What's going on? So give me your so, thoughts, man, on Sheldon Rankins. How are you feeling about his signing? Uh, you know, the one thing I noticed with um, – I'm starting to notice with Joe Douglas, right? I'm starting to notice a pattern mm-hmm. with him. It looks like Joe goes after these, like, first-run guys from a couple of years ago and try to, like, okay. resurrect them on the team. Um, yeah. You know, like Corey Davis and some of the other guys. So, um, I mean, these guys all have potential, and I think that's what Joe Douglas knows, and that's what he's going after. That's why – you know, you're not seeing us, like, spending a lot of money on 
some of the other, you know, top-rated free agents. I think Joe Douglas feels like he he can still, you know, turn some of these guys around. Um, and that's why you're yeah. seeing, like, a lot of these one-year contracts from him. So, right. um, do you do you believe you know, that um, do you believe that he has faith in the coaching, and that's why he's doing signing some of these guys that you know he feels like has the potential but haven't been put in the correct position to really succeed? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I think they're you know these guys are on the same page with what they're trying mm-hmm. to do. Um, I mean the Corey Davis signing, I I, I like the signing. Um, you know. I don't think we have to go out and spend eighty million dollars like on on Galladay. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, you know, you're you're getting talented guys. Some of these guys just need to go to a different team and on the different coaching. So on the Robert mm-hmm. Salad, I I think a lot of these guys are going to flourish. The the one thing I remember okay. was when when we had Sanchez, right? When we had Mark Sanchez with Rex Ryan, Ooh. we went to yeah, the AFC was... Championship twice with Mark Sanchez. People only think mm-hmm. people only remember the butt fumble, but they forget that we went to two AFC championships with you know Mark Sanchez on the team, you know because the, yeah. the team was fired up to play with play for Rex Ryan when Rex Ryan was the coach. So yeah, I think you're going to see the same thing with Robert Sala this season. You're going to you're going to see guys just like you know putting in the extra effort to you know, make plays and, and you're going you're gonna to see a whole different Jets team this year. Regardless yeah. of who's that well, right? Yeah, well, I, and, I, and I see your point there, Colin, and you, you got a great take there, but I think if you also analyze that situation that we had Mark in, right, Mark wasn't necessarily the best quarterback, particularly in the regular season. There are a lot of issues with him. But if you look at what we surrounded him with, and that's one of the reasons why you know, we're talking about Sam Darnold and what he could possibly be. We haven't really put anything around him. But if you look at what we did with, with, um, with Mark, we gave him a very solid O-line, one of the best O-lines in the league. We also hit him behind a really good running game. And so when I look at this roster right now, I say to myself, the running back position, I'm okay with that. I like, you know, I like P. Ryan. I really like Ty Johnson. We got Josh Adams back. It's a trio of backs. Um, but this offensive line needs help. Yeah, we got Mackay Becton, we got Fant, you know, we got Connor McGovern at center, but this guard position is bad. You know, Lewis and Van Roden, we cannot start the season with these guys again. And so that's where, you know, I want to get your thoughts on this. How do you feel the Jets should address the, the guard position? Because there's guys like Trey Turner out there. Should they go after him? You either, either grab one now, right, unless Joe Douglas just has the intention, the mindset that, He's he's picking a guard on the second pick in the first round. Mm-hmm. So you know may, maybe he's he's looking at you know one of the guards at that spot and not necessarily chasing a free agent at this point. Um, yeah. So I'm, I yeah. mean, listen, I'm fine either way with with um, you. You got to put the trust in Joe Douglas at this point. He didn't go after any any offensive line guys like big spending guys. So I mm-hmm. I, I think his plan is that he's gonna. He's going to use that second pick in the first round and grab a guard mm-hmm. in that spot. Um, mm, okay. You know, I, yeah, I, 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 you know, I mean, look at last year, right? Makai Beckton, guys were like saying, "Hey, let's get Jerry Judy, let's get Ceedee Lamb," right? Guys, guys yeah. wanted that receiver yeah. so bad, and Joe Douglas, you know, offensive lineman himself, went out and got Makai Beckton, and everyone's happy now. So, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think he's. 
I think he's definitely going to pick an O-line guy in, on that second pick in the first round. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the first you know, pick. And, yeah, you know, and, and Colin, yeah. I, I think that that's a solid take as well. When you look at the situation, I think that uh, you look at our, you know, our, our options at offensive linemen, and I've told people this as well, is a lot of people are banging on those two guards, and they're saying, oh, man, he didn't get this guy, like you said as well. Joe Thune got away. This guy got away. That guy got away. We're doomed. And I said the same thing is, hey, look, there's still some guys out there. We could go after Turner, but if not, I think the draft is where Joe Douglas will really, you know, make his money. He's a, he's a draft guy. Like, come on. He's a guy that wants to build through the draft. If you look at a lot of things that he's done, he's not necessarily a big spender in free agency. He doesn't like to give out boatloads of cash. That's just not what he does. He is anti-Mike McCagnin. All right? Mike McCagnin would go into free agency as spin because he didn't have a clue of what he was doing in the draft. It's complete opposite, you know, here. He does not want to get too, you know, engulfed in free agency. And, again, if you go back and look at some of the issues that we've had in the past because we got burned in free agency. He doesn't want to do that. What he's going to do is – He's going to fill some holes, some needs there, but guess what? You turn around and you can go into the draft, and that's where he's really going to do his work because he is one of the best talent evaluators in the business, period. And, again, there's guys out there. Creed Humphrey is out there. I think uh, there's, there's, just, there's guys out there that we could absolutely go after, you know, that could be had, and I think that that's what he's going to do, especially – if we trade down, because then you accumulate even more picks and more capital, which allows you to continue to address this offensive line and also other needs as well. What are your thoughts about that, man? Oh, definitely. I'm definitely on page with you. Um, I, I can't yeah. wait. I, I, I think we'll, we'll, we're going to be excited when we hear those picks announced. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so can't wait. I mean, the, the, only, the, only, the only question mark I have is, is – is that okay, quarterback situation still? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, me personally, I just feel that we are going to move on from Sam. It's, it's just okay. going to be a matter. It's going to be a matter of time. It's going to happen. Okay. They're not going to keep him. Um, you know, from 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 me, like personally, like you know, in management and everything like that. When you're moving on from someone. You you know the signs are on the on the wall, and when they when they <laughs> when Joe Douglas is going to other quarterback um, pro day, right, and you're mm-hmm. not committing to the guy you have, right, that that's that's a sign that well, they're, they're gonna that, they're gonna move on from that, him. Yeah, but is that really a sign, or is that just him doing? And, and again, I, you know, everyone knows, you know, I, if we move on from Sam, we move on from him. I'm I'm a big Justin Fields guy. I really like him. But I'm also big on Sam as well, and I believe that we should keep him. But when people talk about him going to pro days, you know, regardless Trey Lance or whoever else, isn't that just him doing his due diligence? Isn't that something that he should do? You should go to people's pro days uh-huh. to check them out. I mean, look at some of the restrictions that they're going to have on the draft. Well, look at look at the restrictions well, they're going to have. You know, look at some of the issues they're going to have. You should do as much as you possibly could to make sure that you're educated on every single prospect, especially top quarterback prospects. And even if you're not going to take a guy, the optics, right, work in your favor. Because if you're not sold on taking a quarterback in this year's draft, if you're just like, you know what, in your brain, if Joe Douglas in his brain is saying, I'm sticking with Sam Darnold, that's that. And I've felt like that for forever. If that's what he's saying in his own brain, wouldn't it benefit him to make it look like he's not going to stick with Sam Darnold? Wouldn't it benefit him to make it look like he loves Zach Wilson or he's in love with Justin Fields or, hell, even Trey Lance? Wouldn't it benefit I, him to do those things? If 
if you're doing it from the intention of trading back, right? Like, like you know, hyping mm-hmm. up, you know, the the the, um, the second pick. Yeah, you do that, right? But if, but yeah. in my personal opinion, if you're if you are committed to that quarterback, like you know, look at some of the other guys like Lamar Jackson, right? Um, you know, Josh Allen. These coaches are not going to go to another quarterback pro day. I, I highly doubt it, right? Um, well, they send scouts. So they send scouts. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they're sending scouts. Yeah. But I, I, I just think at the end of the day that they're going to move on from him and they're going to start. They're going to start fresh, right? New coach, okay. new quarterback, um, better contract, right? As far as as money wise, because you, you either get rid of Sam next year if you keep him. Or you're gonna to have to sign him for some type of money, right? Whereas if you mm-hmm. get a Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, then you're getting this guy, you're getting a rookie guy for the next three years at a rookie contract. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's for me personally, I think move on and and get Justin Fields. That that's that's the okay. guy. That's the name I'm list that I want to hear on that second pick. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, I just I, I, feel I like he. Yeah, but if if they if they don't go fields, then I personally think they should just stay with Sam Donald at that point. I like I like the bigger quarterbacks. I like I like the frame size and everything else. So okay, yeah, yeah. No. just my just Look, my I respect that. On, on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I respect that. Listen, Colin, man, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I love speaking with you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, my friend. Yeah, I, I keep missing your notifications, and then I come on and I see you already had your show. And I was like, oh, man, I missed the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely <laughs> um, going to make sure that bell is, 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 you know, clicked on there. I'm telling you. All right, Joe, <laughs> you have a good night, man, yeah. and good, good, good work. Good work. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have a good night as well, and, again, thank you for supporting my content. Look, man, calling, calling in. There's a lot of fans. I understand it. Some, you know, want to move on from Sam Darnold. Some are set on it. They're ready to go, you know, and and I get it, man. I I get it. You know, I have my takes there. Like I said as well, I'm a big, you know, Justin Fields guy. I like him a lot. Something's there, man. I love Sam Darnold. I like what he brings. And it's not just because, you know, I'm a USC guy. Not true. Not true. You know, I can see through that. Um, I just think the talent is there, and I think he has what it takes. I truly, truly do. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Tonight we are talking everything. We're talking defense. We're talking the Jets new signings. We're talking it all. Hey, give me a thumbs up in the streams as well, no matter where you're you know, watching me from, if you can. Please give me a thumbs up, you know. Give me a thumbs up, and if you're not subscribed, please subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Love going back and forth. And again, five one five six zero two nine six three nine. You can call into the show. When you call in, some people again, I'm gonna keep saying this because uh, there's misunderstandings with some people out there. Uh, don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. I can see you. You're in the queue. If you call in, just be patient. I'm gonna get to everybody. You know, wait your turn, and I'm gonna bring you up, and we're gonna talk. If you call in and call, call in and hang up, call in and hang up. You're just gonna consistently put yourself in the bottom of the queue, and then you know you'll be on hold forever. <laughs> <laughs> in the abyss. <laughs> so we're going to keep going to these lines, man. I think this is my guy, Mike from Jersey. I think this is Mike. 201, 201. I'm coming directly to you. Uh, you know, I think this is Mike. Is this Mike from Jersey City? Yo, what's up, bro? That's me. 
Yo, what's going on, my friend? How are you feeling tonight? You already know where we're going first. Give me your thoughts on us signing Sheldon Rankin. How do you feel about it? Uh, I'm good. Like, I, I mean, clearly, as we're seeing through this FA, um, obviously, they're painting a picture for us fans to kind of, you know, get a get a hold of what they're trying to do, right? I mean, just mm-hmm. the signings and then the guys who have left, okay? Um, what I, I think it was like someone said, a beat said that, which I, 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 I agreed with, and it was an interesting, um, you know, like retrospect to what they believe Sal is trying to do. Is he's trying to kind of get some of these guys who, okay, Rankins, um, Davis, Cole, okay, so these guys were, they were all, they were all like first rounders, weren't they? And so yeah, yeah, they're all he, he 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 believes that they haven't you know shown the true potential yet that they haven't like they haven't he, that their beast inside of them hasn't been cracked open and you know whoever I forget who said tweeted this but he said Salah's he believes Salah's belief is like he's wanted to bring in these guys because he believes he's he's going to be able to get more out of them right so you know yeah. with Rankin especially. I mean, like, you know, geez, I mean, Lawson, Rankins, Quinn and Williams, um, Fadukasi, uh, you know, just these uh, John Franklin Myers. I mean, we're going to have a very, very quiet, some of the names aren't still there, but very destructive mm-hmm. defensive line this upcoming season. Now, whether or not they'll be destructive enough to kind of uh, hide the issue currently at hand where we're kind of low on on uh on cornerbacks that has yet to be seen hopefully they still get a guy to come in i'm seeing you know the steelers just re- released to nelson at this point i'll take anything but you know hopefully our defense is taking a huge leap in the right direction with you know starting with like guys like gino rankins how do you feel about him yeah, you know, and, and again, that was a great take, man. And again, I want to thank you for calling in. I like him. Um, I like uh, Sheldon Rankins. I like what he brings to the table. Uh, he's a guy that can get some rush from the interior. I think that this is going to really set this defensive lineup for success. With him and Fadu Kasi in the middle, which could be a very, you know, formidable front there, you can also swing Quinnen out, you know, to that defensive end spot and then put Carl Lawson at a defensive end spot as well. And then, like you said as well, just complete disruption, dude. I mean, I've, I've been talking about this for so long, and we've been talking about this as Jets fans for so long, our inability to rush the passer, our inability. Yeah. And, and I think that we've kind of figured out a way to scoot around, especially with Lawson. And, again, the draft is coming up as well, so we can continue to address the pass rusher position. But when you look at this situation, you got Lawson. This guy can absolutely get after it. I think we finally have a way to get after quarterbacks, and we've set this defensive lineup so that he's not just the only guy you got to worry about, you know what I mean? So I think we've we found a way to finally step into the current-day NFL and get a damn pass rush, you know what I mean? <laughs> have people that can get yeah. after the passer in a passing league. Finally, the Jets have woken up and gotten the job done. So, yeah, I, I, I like this move a lot. I really, really do. And I want to go to another spot with you because you touched on this cornerback position, and I do think that there's concerns there. I'm a little bit higher on Bryce Hall than others. I don't know if he's a number one or number two, 
But I do like right. some of the skills that he showed, and I do think that he could be a solid corner, corner within this situation. But when you look at the outside guys as well, you brought up Bless Austin. He struggled this year. Uh, we saw him get, I mean, cooked in certain games pretty badly. And so there's just still some guys out there. I know you brought up Nelson, but what are your thoughts about guys like Kwan Williams? Uh, what are your thoughts about guys like Richard Sherman? Uh, how do you feel about maybe Malcolm Butler? How do you feel about bringing one of those guys in? What are your thoughts about them? Yeah, no, when 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 I heard Tennessee, I, I don't know if he, they released Butler or if he just, like, it was, like, mutually parted ways, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I was taking a flyer on the guy. Um, I have no, I mean, obviously Richard Sherman just makes sense right off the bat because, obviously, he yeah. spent time with Kala in uh, San Francisco. Um, either or would be perfectly fine with me, but I completely concur with you about Bless Austin, who I unfortunately feel like is our, like, I don't know, he's just, he's not going to pan out. Um, Lamar yeah. Jackson, uh, I think, I think he still has potential. Um, I, what's going, I don't know what's going on with Ashton Davis. We obviously tagged uh, Marcus May. LaMarcus Joyner yeah. was a very nice pick. If we stick him back at free safety where he is like pretty, you know, cause I know the, the Raiders used him at cornerback and he obviously didn't do nearly yeah, he, as well as, he was with the Rams and playing three safety. Um, so that, you know, three safety set with May, Ashton, and Joyner, that could be very enticing. Um, but yep. one last question I want to ask you is, like, what would you what would you give the free agency so far, like a grade, like an academic grade? Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 again, this is pretty early because, again, free agency is still, still going on. But I, honestly, I'd give it a B. I really like, honestly, maybe even an A minus, to be completely honest. I really like a lot of the signings that we made. And I think it's because we're setting ourselves up to really have a very solid draft. A couple of draft additions, and I think we're, we're in a really good place. We're in a much better place than we have been in the last couple of years. You look at all of the, some of the issues that we had, right? We didn't have a guy that we could go right. to at receiver. We lack size. We lack guys that can get out. So we went and got Cole. We went and got Davis. You add, you pair them with with, uh, with Mims. That's a solid core. This is not Brashad Perryman and Braxton Berrios and all these, you know, bums that we had last year. This is a solid core now. Okay, you got a, a solid set of weapons that, uh, you know, a, a, a quarterback can go to. Then you look at the addition of Croft at tight end. That doesn't automatically give Herndon a starting position when we all, you know, are, are – we all question him at what he can bring to the table. So now you bring in Croft in, a guy that's a, you know, a decent set of hands, but also a very solid blocker. You look at the other things we've done defensively. I just talked about Lawson, phenomenal signing. You know, I honestly thought he was right. going back to the Bengals. I think I thought everybody else did as well. You know, so you bring in Lawson, which you finally got a pass rusher, which we haven't had one since, what, John Abraham probably. Some people even talk about yep. Calvin Pace. But, you know, so we haven't had one of those. He addressed that. Then you turn around, you get Rankins, who, again, if he stays healthy, I think is a, is a good move as well. He brought in, like you said, Joyner, too. There's so many things that he's done. Even Freeney, uh, Feeney, excuse me, bringing him in for offensive uh, line depth. I, I, I really thought that this was a solid free agency, class, or free agency class for us. And, again, it's not over. There's still guys out there. Um, I, uh, Gerard Davis, too. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna Gerard Davis is a I think he's coming in. He's bringing a motor. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to give it a C, C plus because I think if I, if I look at it, okay. So not to say, I mean, look, 
obviously, if if Tony went to the Chiefs, he was never going to come to the Jets, right? I mean, that's kind of yeah. like we've kind of all all agreed on that, right? But if I look at it like from a, I guess a little bit of a of a cynical standpoint, if you will. So if you look at Corey mm-hmm. Davis and you look at Keith Cole, right? I don't think you would off the bat say they are a formidable WR1. I mean, they are very, I would say they are very good WR2s, as we've seen. Like, Corey Davis has benefited because, you know, he's had A.J. Brown up to the side of him in Tennessee. And so now we're going to mm-hmm. see him, let's say he's now unequivocally our wide receiver one, right? So you have Crowder mm-hmm. in the slot, and then you have Cole on the other side. And then Cole wasn't, was he, was, he wasn't their wide receiver one. So you could, you could say that. Then you have, well, he, then was. You have he was for a little bit of time in Jacksonville. Because it he was, was Marquise, the other guy, right? There was, yeah, there were some, in, yeah, there were some injuries. He was the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville for a little bit. He also finished second in catches and second in yards on, on that team as well. Okay, and then I'm sorry, I hate the Feeney move. I don't understand it because if we if we crunch the it's numbers here, like I I, yeah. I get the depth right, and I and I mm-hmm. also don't understand the Tyler Cross signing whatsoever. So you have these guys that are, I think. One of them is like 1.5 guaranteed. The other is like two guaranteed. And with incentives, they both kind of get a little bit over three. Well, Philip Lindsay mm-hmm. just got signed for literally like less than that. And so like if, if you're looking about like where some of the other guys have gone for the numbers that they did, like I, don't, I guess mm-hmm. you can't really say that, okay, Joe is trying to like crunch numbers here. I don't understand those two signings. And Lawson yeah. was obviously, I think, unequivocally, well, we can all unanimously agree was the best signing so far. Okay, and that's yeah. excellent but signing. Here's the, so, here's, here's the thing, yeah. and I hear you, Mike, but here's the thing. Even to go back, because you're bringing up some great points, but I want to go back and address uh, the wide receiver uh, stuff that you were talking about. Even if they're coming in as wide receiver, too, that's why I'm saying free agency is still, you know, it's still fluid and still in motion. Even if we get two guys that are very solid, you know, uh, number two wide receivers, right, let's say that, Davis and Cole, right. they're just very, two solid, very number two. You got Mims, who some of us believe has the potential to possibly be a number one, or he's, he could be a right. really good number two. We saw some great flashes out of him this year. It was insane. Right. And then you got Crowder. You're keeping him. What stops us from finding our number one wide receiver in the draft? We got two first-round picks, options galore. The, the draft is well, that, filled with wide receiver that, talent. That, that, Dalen Waddle. And I don't yeah, want yeah, to keep you going. Like, you know, you, you got a little ton of I'm cars, sorry, but, but it's like – Yeah, hold, hold on, hold on that, a second. Hold on a second, Mike. So you go on, you go on, and again – I think a lot of people are looking for us to utilize free agency to just solve all of our problems, right? There were guys out there that were number one wideouts. Look at what Kenny Galladay got, Juju, you know, all these guys. But I think that Joe Douglas looked at it like, okay, I'm going to bring in the guys, you know, that I can. I'm going to bring in guys that are going to fit, they're going to be solid, and I'm not going to spend Kenny Galladay money. And Kenny Galladay is phenomenal, but I'm not going to spend what the Giants spent. I'm going to get the guys in here that I can, solid signings, guys that are going to be good, but then I'm going to really feel in the draft. And there's so much wide receiver talent in the draft. Why overspend a wide receiver? And the Feeney move, again, I understand. You know, a lot of people I think were looking for us to get that, that you know, starting guard. I think he's a solid depth guy. But, again, we have so many picks. We can address that in this draft. Again, I, you know, I just talked about Wyatt, uh, Creed as well could be there. There's guys that are in this draft that we could get that can come in and be starters. And Joe Douglas has proven that he can draft starting offensive lineman, Makai Becton. 
first year, the guy's insane. It's phenomenal. Pro, should have yeah. been a pro that, bowler, you know, got that, stiffed, right? And we got him. And he's the best lineman on, that, our, that, on our team. Period. Go ahead, Mike. That that brings me to my other point, though. It's like, okay, as as free agency goes on and on, and we're seeing who we're bringing in, who's leaving, right? And now today, with what Rich Semini uh, reported, and if you take a look at the whole whole quote, you can you can kind of take it with a grain of salt. Apparently, with that virtual yeah. meeting with Corey Davis and how he was under the impression that Sam would be the QB in 2021, mm-hmm. right? So let's let's just let's just assume right now that that is the case. Right now, that he will be the QB in 2021. As a Jets fan, as I feel like any logical person a non-biased football fan, if you are the Jets and you are keeping Sam Darnold, okay, that number two pick needs to be traded. As we're saying now with what we're seeing with free agents, load up on the picks, okay? So, in, so I mean, like, okay, even if you trade back with, like, say, go back to the Panthers spot because they want to take Wilson or whatever, right? So now you've mm-hmm. potentially now gotten yourself a third first rounder, maybe another couple twos, right? So now you're talking about maybe, yeah, you can sign that as you're talking about maybe hopefully in a couple of years, three years, that wide receiver one in Jamar Chase, Waddle, uh, 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 Devontae Smith. Actually, I would love Kyle, Kyle Pitts. I, I, I love the kid. But either neither here nor there. And then maybe you can even get like a Slater and a Davis also all in, one, all in round one, right? That would be crazy. Mm-hmm. So I I've kind of been going back and forth with this all today based on the Samini support report with other fans. And they're like saying, Oh, you know, it's, it's smoke and mirrors. And perhaps they are right. I, I obviously we have no idea what Joe and the front office is thinking, but if, if it is the case, I just don't see how anyone could logically, you know, say, let's keep that pick. And I don't know, we draft, we do draft someone there. That's, that's not a QB. I just think we would be yeah. so much better off trading back and getting a king's ransom. Yeah, and and you know, you know, I know everybody. I've been talking about trading back for years. <laughs> I've been talking about yeah. trading back and stockpiling. We've been dying on the hill. Yeah, you know, I've been dying on this hill since like 1956. It's insane. Like yeah. I've been talking about yep. this for so long. But you know, even before the season was ending, I was telling people, listen. I mean, you can go back and look at my tweets. I got. You know, people were all over me. I've been talking about trading down and acquiring talent via the draft because we don't have enough uh, for a long time. Even before the end of the season, I was screaming, hey, we need to trade down. When people were just screaming about Trevor Lawrence, and I was like, look, he's phenomenal. I didn't think we were going to get him. We didn't end up getting him, or we didn't end up in a position to get him because I do think he's going to get taken number one overall. Uh, but even after, you know, after we, we lost that, I was still screaming, hey, look, we need to trade down. We need to trade down. We need to trade down. And I think that that's going to be huge for us because, like you said, if we can trade down, and I know a lot of people are just thinking about picks, but we could possibly get a player as well. I've talked about some trade-down scenarios where there are some guys that I think that we could target from other teams that could be being utilized as trade bait. So if we can trade down, maybe get a player, or even just get in the picks that we need to recoup, you know, for more talent, addressing the offensive line, addressing our cornerback position, and possibly even getting some some uh, you know mid-rounds or even late first-round steals at wide receiver to allow us to take that because we'll have – so much other capital we can address. And also there could be more capital gain for future drafts as well, especially next year. We'd be in so much of a better position. And a lot of times when I bring that up, you know, there's a lot of fans that don't want to hear it. But like you said, you know, that's a logical standpoint, Mike. So that's, that's where I'm at as well, man. So 
Um, my last question I'm going to ask Absolutely. you before I let you go, my friend, um, and it's given a great yeah. call. It's phenomenal to speak with you all the time, man, is when you look at the AFC East, there are some teams that have made some additions, man. I know that we've done our thing, but, man, what, what, what team concerns you the most right now just looking at their free agency acquisitions, man? I mean, are the Patriots up there for you with the, the, tie, the double tight end, you know, <laughs> signings they made that were big? The Dolphins have made some big signings. Hell, even the Bills with Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, how do you feel about that? And who are you most concerned with as of right now? Bills still. Like, I just, like, I mean, look, you know, Patriots want to make the noise. I just think the, the Patriots free agency just screamed desperation. Um, they mm. still have they and Cam Newton as their QB. So unless he decides to, like, reverse, like, five, six years and go back to, like, 2014 to 2016 Cam Newton, then I don't think we have, mm-hmm. any of us have anything to worry about. Um, I, yeah, okay. I mean, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, nice, nice pickups, but... I still, I still think so. Now, so now you got Sanders, you got Diggs, and you got Cole Beasley, right? Um, yeah. For 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 Josh Allen, and I mean the kid's probably still going to be still growing, still progression, progressing. So I mean, I I still think you know Bills are are you know the head honcho here. Um, as for the Finns, um, I, the Finns are a crapshoot, right? I mean they're going to go as far as Tua takes them. One would think. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I don't, I, 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 if right now, based off of everything I'm seeing, you know, as an unbiased fan, of course, I want the Jets to do well. Um, yeah. I, I would, I, you know, Bills, Bills winning it, um, us and Finns for second place, and then Patriots last place because I just, I just think Salah's going to come here. I mean, call, you know, call me biased. I don't care. But Salah really, I think, is it's just going to take him like an, a second, a night, a day, for you know the the all gas no breaks. It's really going to resonate with all the guys, and I just think we are going to see like a, you know a vibrant, a healthy, a lively team this season. You know, I don't know. Maybe my hopes are a lot bigger, but that's what I'm hoping. No, uh, yeah. Yeah, look, Mike, I, I hear you, man. You came with great takes. Listen, I got to get back to the rest of these callers, man. I got a lot of callers, and I got to get to them. Thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, man, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Absolutely, bro. I'll take care, all right? All right. You have a good night. Yeah. Listen, man, Mike from Jersey City calling in with fire. We calling in with fire, man. There's a lot of takes. I'm going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. All right, when you call in, if you hang up and call in, hang up, call in. I know other people do different things, you know, on their platforms. I have you in a queue. I can see you, all right? You call in and hang up, and you're just going to put yourself into the abyss, and we'll never hear from you. (laughs) We'll never hear from you. You know what I mean? Just waste your time. I'll get to everybody. Also, you know, don't curse when you call into my show. I'll get you out of here. I'll get you out of here fast, faster than we got days out of here. Yo, bum ass out of here. Get out of here. Also, salute to all the savages in the chat. I'm coming to you really quickly. Frank in the chat, salute to him. Had a great take. He says, we might end up with Zach Wyatt and Creed. That's, that's exactly. I, mean, I know a lot of people want the Jets to address the offensive line and free agency, but again, with the draft coming and the way that we've been set up, we could end up with Creed, who's going to very solid interior offensive lineman in this draft. We could end up with, you know, those guys that we can end up with too. Like he said, Zach Wyatt as well. You know, we can end up with some guys, man. So, you know, I'm not necessarily, you know, as upset as others are about us, you know, not getting Thune or 
us not necessarily getting, you know, big-name free agent offensive linemen because there's still hope out there for us. So I'm going to get to these calls. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get back to these lines quickly. I'm going to get to Steve, and then after that, we're coming to Macau. We're going to keep rolling, man. My guy Steve is up, man. Steve, Steve, Steve. What's going on, my man? How are you feeling? I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Give me your thoughts about the Jets signing Sheldon Rankins, man. How are you feeling about it? Well, first off, Joe, thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. And here's the thing. So I guess, yeah, I guess that's the first thing we can talk about because there's a lot of things we got to discuss. Because So here's yeah. my thought on the Sheldon Rankin signing. Here was the thing with this. The one thing I was concerned with him was, was his injury history because he does have injury history. But I got to tell you mm-hmm. something. When he is healthy, he's a monster. The best season he had in his career was in 2018, which was his third season with the Saints. The guy was an animal on on the defensive line for the Saints at times. There were even at times where people did say that he was the best defensive player. They even said that he was even better at times than Trey Henderson was, another player who we looked at at free agency. But, no, and and the signing was solid. So, so now I'm going to get to some things here. You know, Joe, the, this last week and a half of free agency that has been going on, there have been some Jets fans that are just getting me really, really fed up and angry. And I'm going to say what's going on. See, going into the here we go. Season, sorry, thank you. Going into this offseason, all the, all the Jets fans were expecting Big Joe Douglas to spend – all of this money, like we have the second highest amount of cap space going into free agency. And let me tell you something. These signings that Joe Douglas has done, you know, with these one-year deals, and then everybody is all calling Joe Douglas cheap, cheapskate Joe. Like, okay, they were all saying, why couldn't we go out there and sign Corey Lindsley? Why couldn't we go out there and sign Joe Tierney? Why couldn't we go out and sign, like, for this player and this player? Because I'm going to tell you something right now, and this is honestly something what an NFL general manager of an NFL organization has to do. Because, honestly, the way of how I see this is that I do see where Joe Douglas is coming from. He wants to build through a draft. Like, what Jet fans don't understand is, is that you have to build through this draft at times for your team to be successful. Now, here was the thing. Over this past weekend, I had a very nice conversation with my father about this. My father, who's a Packers fan, but he, but he roots for the Jets for me. And he even said to me, reading in the paper and reading what, what the NFL analysis were even saying, a lot of people are saying that the Jets have been one of the biggest winners in the, in the, in the NFL free agency. You know why? They've made some solid signings without overspending. They even got some dedicated players on the team who are, who are really good. And Joe Douglas is being very, very, very capable, capable with the cap space. You don't want to overspend on too many players. Like, listen, the, the, when, when the Giants signed Kenny Galladay, and I even told you this, Joe, a couple of weeks ago, I didn't want Kenny Galladay to come to the Jets. Number one, because he was going to ask for a lot of money. And number two, his injury history. He just had hip surgery last year. And, the, and look at what David Gettleman and the New York Giants did. 
They gave him $18 million per year, four years, $71 million, $18 million per year. And that is way too much to give for a player. I mean, listen, Kenny Galladay is great when he's healthy, but the last couple of years he hasn't been that good. So Joe Douglas yeah. has done phenomenal. In Joe, we trust. Yeah, look, listen, Steve bringing the fire, man. I, you know, all, 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 just early, you, you come with the takes. I tell everybody, Steve is all about fire. Bro, Steve is about to burn this place down. He's letting everybody know what time it is. And he's letting everybody know how he feels about the, you know, the fandom not necessarily fine with what Joe Douglas is doing. I respect your take, Steve, and I feel kind of the same way. You know, I think that Joe Douglas is setting us up for, you know, a very solid, solid, you know, uh, a very solid draft. He's he's making sure that he gets the pieces in place and he's not overspending. You know, I, I, again, I, I heard a lot of the same things, Steve. I know a lot of Jets fans wanted, uh, you know, wanted us to go out and get Kenny Galladay and a lot of these big name guys. But we didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? We didn't do it. No, we let me tell you. We made some title signing. Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. And, and I was happy with getting Corey Davis. I even told you mm-hmm. Corey Davis was the receiver I wanted the Jets to get. And, and that ended up happening, which I was great. And look at what another thing he did, getting Carl Lawson. Let me tell you something. I learned a little bit more about why Carl Lawson came here. There was a story about this. Lawson was offered more money by other teams. But the reason why he came to the Jets was for two reasons. Robert Sala, because he loves his coaching style, and number two, to pair up with Quentin Williams. And, and yep. he took a cheaper deal. Had, did you see how, so exci- how excited he was when he was signing his contract in his video on Twitter? Man, he, he, was, Man. he was so excited he couldn't wait to come out and play. Now, here yeah. are some other things now I'm going to talk about. Because now I want to talk about the whole thing with the quarterback situation. Now, no mm. matter what happens at the end of the day, because, Joe, I posted this on Twitter earlier today. I said this on Twitter today. No matter what happens of what we do with the quarterback position, if we keep Sam or if we move on and draft one of these other quarterbacks, is it going to be Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, or Justin Fields? Listen. I, do, I believe in what Joe and Robert Sala believe in themselves, and even Mike LaFleur as well. Listen, obviously Zach Wilson is going to have his pro day on Friday, so we're going to be getting notifications on Friday when Joe Douglas goes to Zach Wilson's pro day. But you know something? Because, oh, my God, Joe, it's just this, ever since after when the season was over, it, it's been going yeah. on since January. And we're in freaking mm-hmm. March right now. We don't even know yeah. what the hell is going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen, Finn. Okay? Yeah. It's like everybody's all saying, and every Jets fan, it's like 50% of these Jets fans are getting into fights with each other. Like, oh, no, we have to take Zach Wilson. No, Zach Wilson's overrated. No, we got to keep Sam. We got to go after Justin Fields. We got to trade Sam. Get Trevor Lawrence if, let's say, if one of the other quarterbacks is taken first after when Jacksonville goes. The thing is, listen, a lot of and you even made a good point about this, Joe. Every NFL, some NFL analysis were even saying. Now, I don't think this is going to happen, but a lot of NFL mm-hmm. analysis are even saying that Zach Wilson was going to go first by Jacksonville. 
former Jet offensive coordinator Brian Schaubenheimer, who's now the quarterback's coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars, has set a lot of high hopes on Zach Wilson. And let me tell you something. If, let's say, we trade Sam, and if Zach Wilson, let's just say, gets taken first overall by Jacksonville, and if Trevor Lawrence is there, there, then you got to take him. Listen, at the end of the day, I don't know what's going to happen, but no matter what happens, I still think Trevor Lawrence is going to be taken first overall by Jacksonville. So, Yeah, I'm, Steve, you're, you're bringing the fire right now. Let me just see just, just, if Steve, you know. show down, man. You just blew this place down. You brought the fire. You just, just absolutely melted everyone. You're, you melted my headphones. You melted everything, man. Things are on fire around here, dude. What can I do when you brought in such a strong call, man? Listen, my final question before I let you go, man, because you, you, you're bringing it to the table. When you look at the rest of the teams in the AFCE, some of the signings that they've made, who are you most concerned about right now, just, off, just based off of some of the signings that they made? I mean, to me, you know, the Patriots are looking very solid, man. I mean, they've, they've made – they wouldn't got that double tight end. You know, they got the two best tight ends in, in, in free agency. They're going after guys. Who are you the most worried about at this point? No, well, the way of how I see this is, is this, okay? Now, Buffalo has made a couple of things. I mean, you know, Buffalo, they re-signed a few of their players that they wanted back, which they did. Um, obviously, they did let a couple of their players go. Buffalo, to me, is still the team right now for the AFC East. Um, as for New England, listen, New England, I had a feeling after the kind of season that the Patriots had last year, even though Cam Newton is still going to be the quarterback, I mean, I think New England made a mistake by bringing Cam Newton back in because I really, yeah. really felt that the Patriots were a team that maybe needed a quarterback. Heck, Maybe if they're lucky at number 15 on draft night, because that's the night when, when they're going in the first round, if there's a quarterback there for them that they really like, they're going to take them. But the thing is, I think signing, re-signing Cam Newton was probably one of their mistakes in free agency. Another thing that they did was when they overpaid for Kendrick Bourne. Um, then, mm. I mean, listen, they, they, listen, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith, listen, I do understand that they like to use the tight end because the Patriots were always known for the tight end. I mean, back then when Brady and Gronk were on the team because they always had that connection at tight end. Um, I mean, I can understand them. I mean, listen, New England went on a shopping spree in free agency. It basically showed how last year, how they were kind of embarrassed, how they wanted to get some playmakers in. Now, as for Miami, now Miami has made some good signings in the offseason. I mean, obviously – one thing was they did find a backup for Tua. I mean, now Jacoby Brissett. So, I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to be a little bit worried about what Miami does in free agency, Joe, because let me tell you something. That trade that they made with the Houston Texans a couple of years ago, when they traded Kenny Stills and Laramie Tunsil, and when they got two first-rounders back, I mean, last year with that first pick, they took Noah Imbanaganye, which is a very good – who was a very good special team player – and, you know, a decent defensive back backup. But now it's going to really depend on what they do with that pick. And, and the thing yeah. is, like, Miami is going to be heading in that direction too. Listen, here is the thing right now, Joe. Everybody's all telling me, so Steve, who's going to win the AFC East this year? 
And, like, what's going to be the Jets' record? I said, okay, time out for one minute. We're only in March right now, okay? We haven't even gone through the draft. We haven't even seen the schedule yet. We haven't even had training camp yet. It's like, come on. The season hasn't even started yet. And you want to talk to me now about, how, about where the record's going to be right now? I mean, I do think the Jets are going to be better this year, this year than they were last year at 2-14. and 14. It's just going to be one week at a time and signing and see what happens. We got to see what happens. <laughs> Listen, Steve, again, more fire from Steve, man. Listen, Steve, my lines are burning down. Thanks to you, my friend. You called in with an excellent call. I want you to have a good night, all right? You too, man. Bye-bye. Oh, man, Steve calling in with nothing but blazing takes, dude. That was an insane call. I I, I don't know what to say. I'm just going to keep going to the lines, all right? Salute to everybody, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. If you call in, please be patient. Wait on the line. Don't call in a hang-up. Call in a hang-up. You'll be in the abyss. I'll never see you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we're going to keep getting to these lines. We've got quite a bit of callers. I'm going to my guy, Macau, man. I'm going to Macau. I want to hear Macau's takes. I want to hear what Macau has to say. 817, I'm coming directly to you. Yo, give me your thoughts about the Sheldon Rankin signing. How are you feeling about that, my friend? What's up, yo? Oh, you are. Bring the energy. Let's go. Yo, Joe, I'm sorry. The rank, again, you can't be upset with Joe Douglas for bringing in potential injury-prone a little bit, potentially. But, again, the man's saying he's okay, so that's all we could do is roll with that. Um, and, again, when he's healthy, like the, like the previous call, he is a demon. I mean, yeah. straight demon status when the man is healthy. I'm sitting there looking at highlights. Like, that strip that he had on Juju to win the game, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> that is what you need. Last-minute hustle play, smart football move. It was like, yo, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. If he can stay healthy, yeah. I'm sorry. The man, ha- I mean, he's, I, I mean, I, I shake it back. I don't, I don't think the man about to uproot uh, full of cocky. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> great rotational piece, and I think he can honestly, you know, earn himself some time. But I, 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 I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm right there with you, Mikhail. I look at the situation and I say, he doesn't have to uproot, you know, photo uh, photocopy because there can be on the line together. We're in that 4 3. So you can have him and Foto on the line together. You can have Quinnen uh, Williams on the outside, and you can have Lawson on the outside too. And let me tell you something. I want to see who's going to be able to block that. Exactly. <laughs> I want to see who's going to block that, dog. Right? If, if, if you tell yes. me I got to block Quinn and then I got to block Lawson, okay, I'm spazzing. Then over here we still got to take care of Rankin. And, yo, I don't want to deal with that for four quarters. That like yeah. that is matchup nightmare. And again, all that is going to do. And they, they they keep talking about it. Cool. So right now we got we got an issue with cornerback. We haven't addressed it. But if we end up rolling with Bryce Hall and maybe bringing back Poole and I don't know this crazy thing where we address you know cornerback in the draft because there's still some, oh. you know I don't you know Asante yeah. Sam. I'm sorry Asante Sam Joiner still my boy. JC you know you be here. the lineage is there with those two. So I mean I'm fine with it. You know in, in some crazy world where Patrick Sertan Jr. drop you know I don't know maybe beat beat a chick up or something. 
I'm taking you. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, go ahead. We, we can see what happens. I mean, there's like you said, Macau, there's a lot of guys that could end up being out there. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, like you yeah. talked about in the draft as well, I've heard Asante Samuel Jr. A lot of people were talking about him before the draft. He could be there at 23. He might be there. You know, some people are saying he may slide into the second round. I don't know. But, again, we have options because we have so many picks, and especially if you trade down, that opens up your options even more. But I want to stick to stick with this because you were talking about the draft and continue to address spots. I know people talked about the cornerback position. We talked about the defensive position. Going to offense, a lot of people are banging on that we don't have two starting guards. What are your thoughts about that? And are you upset that Joe Douglas hasn't signed a guy like Thune, or do you want to see him go after a guy like Turner from the Chargers, who's a free agent now currently as well? I mean, Joe, you already know. Look, I talked about it last week. When Wayne gets Thune, you know, my little heart was broke. <laughs> that, was, that was my biggest toy that I wanted for the offseason. You know, yeah. hey, whether it be Sam, whether it be Zach, whether it be Justin, you know, I wanted another anchor to shore up that offensive line. But, hey, you know, what's done is done. Me personally, I'm, yeah. I'm cool. I'm cool with not taking flyers on Turner. I would again. I would rather bring in a young guy during the draft. You know this crazy thing where you you build them all up, let them grow together, let them learn each other's strengths and, and you know strengths and, and, and weaknesses. That's part of being on yeah. the offensive line. Like I, I always knew what the person next to me was good at and what he wasn't. That's that's part of being on the offensive line. I I can account for you. So mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with drafting a young dude and watching that whole – drafting two, two, three young dudes, and, hey, if the talent's there, if you win that starting job, y'all growing up together. Yeah, 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 I'm right there with you. And so my final question for you, Mikhail, because you're bringing the fire right now, there's a lot of people upset about what Corey Davis had to say today, man. You know, he said he Ooh. signed under the impression Ooh. that Sam Darnold was going to be the starter, you know, this coming season. What are your thoughts about that, man? Do you feel like people are just overreacting? I mean, personally, yeah. I mean, that's one of those things, you know. Again, everybody. I mean, everybody got to be professional. I mean, that man at work, he can't go out here. Whoa! Oh no, no, Sam, no! I'm not here for Sam. I'm here for Justin Fields, whoever you know, whoever we draft. I mean, he, he. There was no way that man could have came out and said that. He came out and said exactly what he needed to say. He he did yeah. ruffle any feathers. I mean, he 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 didn't said what he was supposed to. Now he might he might in fact know. Hey, what Joe? Where, you know more than anybody. Where Joe Douglas's mind is at with this whole thing. I'm hearing that. Yep. Zach Wilson is a foregone you know conclusion. Like that is that is the dude. I'm I'm hearing pretty much mm-hmm. just a hey, you know what? Got to get a physical and it's 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 a done deal. Um. Yeah. But I mean, as far as him making them comments, I, I think that was that was probably the most professional thing he could have said. I mean, if I was him, I, I would have said the same thing. Yeah, 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 that, I completely agree. And, again, uh, you know, I don't think Joe Douglas is, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure he signed under that impression. But Joe Douglas, again, his, if his mind does change, it changes. But I don't think anybody's really going to know what's going on because we see no leaks. We see no one that truly has a clue of what's going on there, you know, with the Jets organization as far as free agency moves or even, you know, some of their drafts. So we'll we'll see what happens going forward. But, again, Joe Douglas has kept everything sealed, tight, buttoned up. Nobody He's knows bad. nothing, not even the beat. There's no leaks. There's no doubt. You know what I'm saying? That's that's something that's changed. That's been a huge change, you know, since he's been in power. But, Macau, listen, you brought the fire tonight, man. You brought the complete fire. I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got to get back to these lines. You have a good night, my friend. You too, yo. Be safe, Joe. And everybody out here saying Corey Davis can't be a number one wide receiver. I'm sorry. I beg to differ. Have a good night, y'all. All right. You have a good night, man. Listen, Macau brought the fire, bruh. 
Macau brought the fire to lose to him. Give him a hand, man. Give him a hand. Hand, man. Get that guy a hand. We're going to keep getting to these lines. We've got quite a bit of callers. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. Please do not call in and hang up, call in and hang up, call in and hang up. You know what I'm saying? You'll be in the abyss. I'll never see you. You know what I'm saying? Just call in. Wait your time. Everybody will get on. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk to everybody. I respect everybody's time. Also, wherever you're watching me from, please give me a thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? You know, thumbs up my stream. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, please subscribe and turn on your notifications. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I wanna, you know, when I get content out there, I want y'all to be involved. So we're going to keep getting to these lines now. 518, I'm coming directly to you. 518, I believe you're a new caller. 518, give me your name, where you're from, and what are your thoughts on the Jets signing Sheldon Rankins? Hey, LBJ, it's Jimmy from, uh, where the heck am I? Oh, yeah, North Myrtle Beach. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah, Sheldon Rankins. Sheldon Rankins, he's healthy. He's the dude. Yeah, go ahead. We got a Strong tackle in there. We got a strong mm-hmm. line. We we need. I never really saw anything out of uh, Zuniga or uh, uh, the other one on the uh, end. But uh, we need somebody uh, stronger than we have that. We got another New York sack exchange. Mm, okay. Got okay. Lincoln. So you're feeling strongly about. You're feeling strongly about Carl Lawson and Quentin Williams as well. You know what that line that uh, Joe Douglas has put together. Oh, definitely, definitely. We we got the makings of another New York Sack Exchange. You know, we mm, get that other okay. edge in there. Oh man, man, that that's that we'd be contenders with what we had last year. We were number fourth in pass defense. Our defense mm-hmm. that's not bad, and that was from the three four. Huh? Now you put yeah. Lawson in there. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we're, we're going to do yeah. something. I mean, we ain't no yeah, contenders it, yet, but <laughs> we're on our way. Yeah. I do believe that this, we're, this we're, is a great foundation and picking up through the draft. And I agree with building the wall. I'd, I'd love it if yeah. we got the two, second and third pick, our second and third pick for Wyatt Davis mm-hmm. and uh, Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey. But what I really hear is that Joe Douglas does not want to move Connor McGovern out of center. Yeah. So well, I mean, there's still some guys again that you can plug in. There's some guys that you can plug in, you know, in the offensive line, uh, particularly in the draft. We talked about Creed Humphrey. I know people, you know, have him pegged as a center, uh, but there's still other guys that you can go after as well, you know, in this upcoming draft. And again, as we get closer to that, we'll continue to talk about some of those prospects. But there's some 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 depth there that we can go after, especially with the picks that we have. Um, so just getting back because you you were bringing the fire pretty early. You're hyped about the defense. What about this cornerback position? Because that's a, that's a position that a lot of people are looking at right now, and they're saying uh, they're not too sure about it, Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? They're looking at this situation. Yeah. They're saying Bryce Hall, uh, bless Austin. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go into <laughs> next season with him. How are you feeling about yeah. that, and do you want to see the Jets address that in free agency? Because there's guys out there, you know, uh, Malcolm Butler, uh, Richard Sherman. You know, what are your thoughts about Steven Nelson? How would you want the, address the, the Jets to address that cornerback position, man? I think Joe's got a plan, and he's going to go as cheap as he can for the best available. Mm. I think mm. that's the way it's going to be. Um, yeah. I heard a couple of things that I that I was wasn't crazy about hearing is that Joe never even uh, some some of the agents never heard from Joe about uh, like I think it was Juju. 
They said yeah. they were in conversations, and I think maybe it was that one, but there was a couple of others that they said uh, just oh, Thune, I think. No, not Thune. Uh, Corey Lindsley. Lindsley was the one. That the Jets yeah. agent, the uh, Lindsley's agent, never even heard from us. So there wasn't yeah. a big push for yeah. them, but they were the Thune. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I mean would have been, I, I would have been Joe Douglas. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that Joe Douglas looked at the free agency field and, and uh, addressed or looked at the free agency field, figured out the guys that he wanted. Because, again, a lot of these guys, you know, there were some quick signings. I mean, after the first day, there was a little bit of lag where there was nothing. I know people were extremely frustrated. But Corey Davis, you know, he started moving. and He got the guys that he wanted. Maybe for him, Joe Thune. And, again, you look at the situation with Thune. He went to the Chiefs, dude. Like, I don't think we were going to uh-huh. beat that, you know. I don't think we were beating where he was going. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that yeah. they – they looked at him and said, hey, you know, he's going there. He picked that team. We we're going to have to drastically overpay. So I think they moved on from him and kept it moving. But we can, again, we can continue to address, you know, our offensive line, especially wide receiver two in the draft because there's quite a bit of guys there. So I think that Joe Douglas has done a yeah. solid job. But my next and my final question for you, and you're bringing the fire so far, Jimmy, is what are your thoughts about Corey Davis, you know, believing that Sam is going to be the starting, you know, QB when the season starts? He said he signed under that impression. How do you feel about that? I would have said the same thing, you know, because we didn't have anybody else. That's up in the air. Yeah. What's, what is, what's the fact? The fact is the, only, the quarterback that we have is Sam Donald. We don't have it. We have yeah. a pick, pick, but right now I'm here, and I'm sure he knows what we're doing, and I'm sure he's looking at, uh, at, at our pod, podcasts and everything else. So uh, <laughs> he knows what's going on. He gets the scoop. He watches. He's on Twitter and all. But uh, yeah. I really would wish we would have gotten uh, Curtis Samuel because he's the one that we really needed. He's the one that could do all yeah, this yeah. uh, sweep and the motion and everything else. But I like Keelan Cole. Yeah. I've always liked him. You know, he could be the next slot. But uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, again, when you add him with Mims and and Mims Crowder, him. And, and Davis, I think, you know, our wide receiver core is solid. I think it's very solid. We have more weapons than we've had, you know, in the recent past and some reliable hands to go to, Jimmy. Yeah, exactly. And even the yeah. uh, tight end, uh, Croft. Um, Croft, yeah. I think he's going to be more of a uh, more of our fullback. I yeah. think he's going to yeah. be I more mean, of our role. Yeah, I mean, he could be utilized as a blocker as well. He's a, he's a solid blocker and a, and a solid set of hands. So I like that signing too. But, Jimmy, i got to get back to these lines, my friend. It was great speaking to you tonight. Man, next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, my friend. I really liked a lot of your takes. That was my pleasure. You take care, LBJ. All right. Go Jets. Sammy, you, you have a good night, man. Peace. Go Jets, man. You already know. They already know. <laughs> We all green, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Listen, we're going to keep going to the line. Salute to everybody that's calling in. 848, I'm coming directly to you. 848, I'm coming to you. I want you to give me your name, where you're from, and I want you to give me your thoughts on the Jets signing Sheldon Rankins. What's up, Joe? I'm Anthony. I talked to you a few weeks ago. Um, I, I really oh, think the Rankins signing is really, really – I think the Rankins signing is really, really solid. It's just – I know it's not the sexy sign that that we've seen in the past, but still, I think this makes our D-line really, really stacked. And then you got Rankins, yeah. Lawson, Quinn Williams, John Franklin Myers, and Nathan Shepard. So I think this is looking good for our D-line. I think this D-line next year could be like a top five D-line. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. That's huge right there. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think they'll be much improved as well, especially with Lawson. I know. We finally got a pass rush. We don't have to send a, a billion blitz. You know what I'm saying? We're definitely going to be able to get after. And I think, again, you can swing Quinn into that other side, have him play, you know, the yeah. out there as well, and it'll be more disruption and pressure. So I do, you know, I think we'll be solid. I don't know where we'll be in the rankings, but I think we'll be solid too. But even continuing yeah. to talk about this defense, a lot of people looking at it, and they're saying, Anthony, you know, this cornerback position is, is poop. <laughs> it's not a guy that they feel, you know, is really worth I think the only, there. The is, only there, is there a cornerback in free agency you want to see the Jets go after? Wait, what you say again? Excuse me, I can't hear you. Yeah, uh, you know, is there a cornerback in free agency you want to see the Jets go after to kind of, uh, you know, help fill that, yeah, that corner Yeah, there's position? a few names out there. You, you got names like Quan Williams, Richard Sherman. I'm not 100% sure if they are that interested in Richard Sherman, but I really think they should still look into him. And, like, obviously, he's going to – he's part of him wants to come to the Jets because of Robert Sala. Is like, you've been hearing that the last few months, but I don't know what the mm-hmm. chances we get him are. I think Quan Williams is more realistic at this time, but we just got to see. Yeah, yeah. How would you want to see the Jets answer the, their question at guard, man? Because there are some people that are screaming, listen, we need listen, to go after man, Trey I really Turner. Wanna, since I, I, know, I know I really, really like Trey Turner. He's a five-time pro bowler. I think on the market right now for guards, I think he's the best option out there. But we got, if we're going to go after him, we got to hurry because there's other teams out there that are interested in him. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. You know, I, he's like you said. Like, I don't want to. Got don't those pro bowls under season. I don't want to go into next mm-hmm. season with Lewis and Van Rotten like playing a lot. Ooh. I don't want to do that again. Oh, neither do you know I. Good. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hell to no. To the no, no, no. No, please, not again. Please, not yeah, again. I know, right? I know. No, I'm not saying it's going to oh. happen. I'm just saying they're probably still going to be on the roster next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, Anthony, my final question for you, because you're, you're bringing the heat right now, is you look at this Jets <laughs> running back position, and I know, you know, we got P. Ryan, we got Ty Johnson. People are excited about him. What are your thoughts about the Jets yeah. possibly adding Tevin Coleman, man? What are your thoughts about that? Listen, man, man, this actually, I actually like it, bro. It, may, it really makes sense. This guy, obviously this guy isn't an elite running back. Listen to me. Before he's been pretty solid in the NFL, so and it makes sense he fits the, the Michael Floor offense because you know, and he knows obviously he knows Robert Sala, Michael Floor back in San Francisco. So, and I really it would make a lot of sense. So I'd bring in Tevin Coleman. I know there's other guys out there like Jarek McKinnon that we could possibly bring in. But listen, to me, I would like to bring in Tevin Coleman, but I don't know how realistic it is. Yeah, well, I mean he's still out there. I think it's a I think it's realistic. You know what I'm saying? I think he'd be willing to come yeah. in and just be, depend on a dollar amount, but I don't think he'd yeah. be asking for a billion dollars at all. But, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think know. It, I think we, I I think think we can get him really cheap. Yeah, and I think he'd be a solid signing as well. This guy has had success, you know what I'm saying, in that, in that 49ers yep. running scheme. You know what I'm saying? No, so no. It is what it is. Yeah, it but listen, sense. Anthony, I got to get – yeah, I got to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, my friend. All right, I'll, I'll come back on. It's nice talking to you, Joe. Absolutely. You have a good night, man. Listen, Anthony calling in with the fire. We'll keep going to the lines. Uh, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Man, I want to hear from y'all. Give me your thoughts about this team. You know, I know, and I talked a little bit about this as well, and I'll continue to talk about people talking about Tevin Coleman um, coming in. And 
I know that there are some Jets fans that are set on the Jets getting that big-time, you know, number one running back, the bell cow back. I'm a, I'm a, I've slowed on that a little bit. I think that we can go in there with a solid trio of backs and be successful. And the reason why I say that is if you look at this scheme that the Jets are running now with the floor coming in, he's bringing that Shanahan offense. If you look at what happened with the Niners, I'm forced to watch them because I'm on the West Coast. They ran with a trio of backs. That's what they did. And it was a bunch of like kind of, I'm not, you know, I don't want to disrespect them, but not, you know, household name guys. It was a bunch of, you know, it was McKinnon, it was Mozart, it was, you know, their leading rusher was Jeff Wilson Jr. He's an undrafted rookie free agent. You know, you don't have to necessarily have just one back doing it all. And I think that that's what we're going to see this year. I think we'll have, more than likely, we're going to have a trio of backs. I don't think that the Jets are going to pick a running back high, and I don't think they're necessarily, you know, going to push to even make a trade for you know, a top back in this league. I think that we can go in there with a trio of backs and really be successful. And if you look at the Niners offense with those trio of backs, the way that they ran, they had a top rushing offense in the league. That's why I keep telling people, you look at this offense, I'm saying, we're going to run the ball this year. I don't know if y'all know that. I don't know if y'all know. But we're about to run the ball. Let me see. We about to run the ball, baby. I don't know if y'all know, but you look at what they did with the Niners. If he comes in here, you know, Kyle Shanahan, his running schemes, this guy's a he's got it upstairs. He's one of a running scheme genius, okay? Uh let me tell you something. We're gonna run the ball this year. We're gonna run the ball more than we probably have ran the ball in these recent years. The running game will be a focus under LaFleur, under, you know, Sulla and with this new offense that we're bringing in. So I'm going to keep getting to the lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Please be patient when you call in. We'll get to everybody. I'm going to 661. I think we're going to my guy, Jason, man. I want to hear his takes. I want to hear his takes, and I want to hear what he has to say about this Jets football team and some of the signings that they made. Jason, I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. Give me your thoughts about Sheldon Rankins, man. What are your thoughts about his signing? Um, before I get into it, I said thank you for having me and for letting me talk. And so, Shaken, um, he's an interesting piece. I wasn't expecting us to go defensive tackle. I was, I thought we were going to push more of cornerback and around other needs to try to finish around the roster. So it was a surprise signing for me. But I like it. Let's see what we get to do and see what this old friend eats and see if they can be. Um, they can have it off at the line. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think we'll be, you know, I think our defensive line will be vicious as well. Um, we've got so many pieces. I mean, guys are just going to get after, especially with Lawson being brought in. That just opens so many things up because we finally have a pass rusher. But I want to talk to you about this, this linebacker position, man, because when you look at this situation, we need some pieces there still. And I'm just wondering, I know we got Davis. We brought him in. That was, I think, a solid signing, a guy that has a motor. But we need other pieces as well. How do you think the Jets should continue to address the linebacker position in free agency? Are you open to any of the guys that are still out there? I know the guys like Alexander is still out there, you know, a guy that used to play with the Saints. How do you feel about it? What should the Jets do to address it? Well, I don't know if you actually saw, but we actually signed a um, a Falcons linebacker. So he looked like he was a more as a special team, but he could help with that. Um, I would see for the depth of, I would see maybe like a fourth or fifth round pick, the Jets could be um, go draft a linebacker. But yeah. um, besides them, though, 
see we have CJ mostly coming back, and then Cashman and a couple of others come back from interesting. So it's going to be interesting yeah. to see this lump back in court um, with the competitive of it going to be of yeah. how everyone is. When you talk about C.J. Mosley, though, I know that there's there's some in the fan base that want to move on from him. Two games, two years, frustrated a lot of people. He's got a big contract. You know, this year I think he's making like $6 million. Next year he's making $8 million. What are your thoughts about the Jets possibly trading him? Because those rumors are swirling as well. Is that something you'd like to see? That's, well, first of all, you got to look into that contract. If we trade him now, we're taking a huge chunk of money so unless we're getting something that's gonna that lets us say that's worth it, I don't think we see CJ mostly move this year. Maybe it could be in the next couple of years, but not this year. I don't believe. I don't think those rumors are gonna happen. Okay, look, I, I respect that, man. I respect that. So my final question for you before I let you go is: You look at this situation. Jets fans are upset. Corey Davis comes in. He says, "Hey." I think, you know, I was I signed under the, the impression that Sam was going to be the starting quarterback going into the season. Uh, what are your thoughts about his comments, and do you feel like Jets fans are overreacting? Well, you know, it's Jets Twitter, you know. The Twitter, Jets Twitter is always a mess. So, you know, of course, you're going to have those people be like, what, no way? Or they actually, um, I've, I've just seen on Twitter, like, they're trying to call – now um, Davis, now Sleepy Davis, which is sad. But, again, again, this could be this – and we don't know what, it was, what's the, um, what the GM told these players. And we don't know what yeah. the GM has in mind. But he could – this could be the potentially the truth. And that our yeah. fan base just don't want to hear it because we just want to move on from because – just because our fan base just don't want Sam anymore. So it, it, it's yeah. – it's sad, but it's funny to see how this fan base, like, every anything about the QB situation, you hear either happy or mad. It just It's just funny just to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's know, I mean, Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, you know. they <laughs> Like, you know, Jets Twitter, Jets fan base, they'll let you know about it. Uh, but, you know, I think, like I said earlier as well, there's no leaks really coming out of, you know, the Jets franchise anymore. Joe Douglas has sealed that up. So that may be, you know, maybe that was the impression I was given to Corey, but that doesn't mean that Joe Douglas didn't tra- didn't change his mind the second that Corey Davis signed that contract or even, you know, a, a, a week later, you know. So nobody really knows what Joe Douglas is going to do, and he's going to keep it that way because let me tell you something, that the value of that second pick in the first round just continues to go up. It continues to go up, okay, you know. And uh, I have a question uh, for you. He's going to take advantage of that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so um, I know this is kind of not because we're not close enough for the draft, but why? What would you do if um, if somehow, some way, the Jags take Wilson, and then we have Trouble mm-hmm. Lawrence at number two, because teams may want Trouble Lawrence at that point, or we could snag mm-hmm. him for ourselves. So that situation would be interesting, and I would like to hear your yeah. opinion about that. Well, that's that's a great chat. That's a great question, uh, Jason. Listen. I think if Trevor Lawrence is there at two, man, if a team is willing to offer some of the things that we heard before, right? Because if you listen to analysts before, people were talking about, you know, possibly teams willing to give up two, maybe damn near three drafts for Trevor Lawrence, all right? If Trevor Lawrence somehow is there at two, you definitely, you know, got to look into calling, having teams call around. 
And if they're calling you and offering you a boatload of picks like we're talking about, I don't know how you don't make that move. You know, I don't know. Because that 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 much capital in the hands of a of a evaluator like Joe Douglas, ridiculous. He can do so many things with it, man. But I don't know. I I, I don't believe that Trevor Lawrence is gonna go. You know, I I believe he's gonna go one. I don't even think it's, you know he's gonna be there. So I think they'll take him. But I definitely would. And I've talked about it before. My take was, hey, you know, you got to trade down. You got to trade down. Because let me tell you something, we can fill out so many things. And in that, again, even if your quarterback situation is still in flux, you can get another quarterback in the next draft because you'll have so much capital. It'll be insane. It just continues to allow you to continue to build the football team the correct way, quicker, and then turn things around. So that, that would be my idea on that. But, Jason, i got to get back to these lines, man. we got quite a bit of callers, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, man. Go Jets off. J-A-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Right. Absolutely. Thank you. Listen, man, we're going to keep getting to these lines and bringing the fire. Also, you know, there's free agency signings kind of moving. Things are still fluid as we're kind of consistently doing the show. You know, the shot, uh, the Jets signed Phillips as well, linebacker. So that was a solid move for them. Uh, they brought another guy in and helped this linebacking core. So we're going to continue to go on, and we're going to talk about that as well. You know, signings are constantly being made, even though we're live. You know what I'm saying? I, I've still got to bring the take. So, we're going to keep on going to these lines, 216-216. I'm coming to you. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about the Jets shining Sheldon Rankins. How do you feel about that, man? Come on, Joe. You know who it is, man. Your number one nemesis, Monty C. Gully back, oh, man. Bruh, how does this I'm back, team man. I'm back. And how does this Where's the the truth, man. They let you slide right in the back door, man. Oh, man, Monty. Look, let, let, <laughs> you always want to call and accost me. You want to cause me issues. Listen, let's start with this. No, Show man, no. Give me your thoughts on the signing. Yes, man. Uh, yes. So I, I think, I think, I think Sheldon Rankins is an excellent pickup, uh, especially with the Jets moving to um, the four three defense. I think he's a uh, he's a really really good. Um, defensive tackle. I believe he was dealing with some injuries uh, last year, but uh, from from what I from from the couple games that I've that I've seen from him, he's a he's a really solid player, and the Jets can use him uh, to line up right beside uh, uh, Q uh, on the defensive line. I think it it I mean if if it doesn't work out, I think he's uh, amazing. I think he's a he's a big he's a big time player if he can return back to his normal self. Yeah, yeah. So with the, his addition, my my thought process is this: is that you know you swing Quinnen to the outside of defensive end, you put him and Fadukasi, you know, in the middle. That that really sets mm-hmm. your you know your, your stomping grounds there in the four three, and then of course you got Lawson on the outside, and we become a complete yeah. terror, you know, along the. So wait, you line. wouldn't? I mean, wouldn't I don't. Put I don't know. You at a defensive tackle? No, I, well, I would. I wouldn't because I think – I mean, you can. You can rotate them in. But I think, bruh, to get yeah. them all on the field at the same time, like rank yeah. needs I mean, a guy that's going to give you more interior pass rush. But, bruh, you put Q at that outside and you have him rushing. Dude, I, who can block that? But I think – Who can I block think, that? I think the best – I think the best that you're going to get out of Q is him at defensive tackle 
in the 4-3 scheme. I think that scheme fits him perfectly. I know the Jets were in the 3-4 uh, the last couple of years, and I really didn't feel like yeah. that really, you know, um, fit his style of play. You know, he's more so yeah. of a um, – he has a really quick first step. He's not that yeah. heavy, you know, to be the anchor on the 3-4, but, you know, he can move a little bit. So I think at the tackle, he'll be perfect. You know, we're looking for somebody like Aaron Donald. Uh, I think Sheldon – I think uh, Q can can be that because – um, yeah. because he has the speed, he has the, you know, athleticism to be able to get to the quarterback at that position, and he doesn't have to hold, yeah. uh, you know, a bunch of blocks. The four three is perfect for him. That's what they ran at Alabama, and I, yeah. I, I you know, I, I think it, it's just perfect. It's a perfect position for him, the D tackle position. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, I definitely see your take there, and like I said, I think they can rotate him in between those positions. But bruh, if they mm-hmm. move him out there, put him Rankins, Kasi, or even Nathan Shepard, you know, again within that rotation, and then your Carl Lawson yeah. out there, and we're not even talking about the yeah. rotation of John Franklin Myers and you know all the other guys. Who, bruh, it's gonna be insane. I don't know. I, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I don't see how a lot of teams are gonna be able to block that, bro. I really don't. But I want to stand um, on the defense. I mean, though, I, man. I think I, I want to get your can. thoughts. It's, it's, what's up? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tougher than it has in recent years. You're going to have a harder time dealing with this Jets defensive line than you probably yeah, have in the I, last man, you know, I, I, I two, still, three years. I still don't know, man. We don't have any, like, still, like, I mean, Q just, he showed out last year. You know, he really stepped yeah. up. And under Greg Williams, that's what I kind of expected because under Greg yeah. Williams, you know, all the players that he's drafted in the first round, they've always kind of struggled the first year because it's a learning experience. He wants them to kind of learn the technique a little bit more. Uh, second year yeah. is when they really b- blossom. Um, I've seen the same thing with Miles Garrett. I saw the same thing when he was with the uh, – um, Greg Williams with the, with the Rams, with Aaron Donald. You know, they struggle the first year because it's learning. They're learning the system, and Greg is really strict on them. And then the second year, they just explode because, you know, now they're playing a little bit faster. And Q was like that. You know, he was more he was playing more so with instinct rather than thinking so much. And he was healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but staying with this defense, man, I want, you, I want to talk to you about this cornerback position because let me tell you something. There's a lot of Jets fans are looking at it and saying this, this position needs upgrades. I'm not the biggest fan of Bless Austin. He was getting cooked at times. I saw a lot of yeah. things out of Bryce Hall that I liked, but I don't know, you know mm-hmm. if he's a number one. I don't know if he's a number two. I don't know. So mm-hmm. when you look at this cornerback position, are there any free agents out there that you think the Jets should be going after to continue to address it? And if not, you know, what are your thoughts about them possibly taking a, a corner in the draft? I mean, how do you feel about this? So I would definitely take a, a hard look at uh, Steven Nelson from the, uh, from the Steelers. He's a he's a yeah. big time player, and I think he's something he can um, upgrade the cornerback position a lot. Um, as far as what we already have, uh, I think with uh, Salah's defense, it's more so of a zone scheme, and I think the players, the cornerbacks that we already have on the team, are more so they're more so zone cornerbacks. They're not they're big, they're physical. Uh, corners, they're not really man-to-man corners. They're more so zone corners. So I think you're going to see Bless Austin doing well this year. I think you're going to see um, Bryce um, uh, Bryce Hall doing well this year, uh, even Lamar Jackson, because these guys are 
uh, when, when I draft when when we drafted them, that's what I that's what I thought they were. They were just you know zone corners. They're not really that fast. None of our corners have top end speed, so it's kind of hard to ask yeah. those guys to be man to man cornerbacks. So if you're still if you're you know drafting for scheme, uh, the guys that you already have are are you know really they're going to be really good for your scheme. What I think you need to do is you 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 got to try to get more pass rush, more pass rush, more line, better linebackers. In this game, anybody anybody can play cor- the cornerback position. So I mean, you might want to take a hard look at Richard Sherman as well. See what what kind of um, deal you can get him on because he he would he's a perfect he's perfect for the system. Yeah, yeah. You know, I agree with you as well. Richard Sherman is one of the guys that I wanted us to target. I really liked him again, and like you said as well, he, his familiarity with Sulla and the scheme, I, I think, would fit. Um, yeah. Nelson, again, is a guy I think, like you said, I think we should take a hard look at. Um, you know, Malcolm Butler is a guy I would think about, too, uh, if he's out there yeah. as well. Uh, J.C. Jackson, so, J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson with the uh, with the Patriots. We will, have to give up a, we will have to give up a pick because he's a uh, re- restricted free agent, I believe. But mm-hmm. he's man, I'm telling you, that guy, he's a player, man. He he really yeah. he really showed out last year, you know. And he yeah. played a lot of man to man coverage. And, you know, the, the the Patriots defense wasn't nearly what they were in the past. So, um he was left yeah. on the island a lot of times and and from the games that I've seen, like he really held his own. He got beat, but you know, a lot of games, you know, he really held his own. So J C Jackson is another guy that man, he's uh he's he's somebody that I would take a look at. Um, I think it's a second round tender, I believe, on JC yeah, Jackson. I yeah. yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm telling you, he's a good, he's a good player. But I, I get it. If you're gonna yeah, go to the second round, be able to. I, he's he's yeah, good. I, I'm, I'm telling you, he's good. He's I, I a player. He's good. You know, he, he may be good, but you know, a second rounder, especially with the with the, the the type of talent that we have in this draft as well, and the other holes that we need, a second yeah. rounder. Yeah. You know, it's a little, it's a little yeah. for me, yeah. but you know, I respect. But I think I he's young. He's a, he's a young guy. This forward. is his first contract. This is his first contract. Yeah. You know, so yeah, absolutely. you know, I, so we need we need we gotta we gotta add dogs, man. And I think I feel like yeah, he's, a, he's a dog. Him and him and Steven Nelson. Our, our dogs and you know Richard, Richard yeah. Sherman he's on the back end but we also man we we have to be in the business of developing players as well and when you're developing yeah. players you have to be able to add veterans who've been there and who've done done it before because you just can't have a yeah. team just full of young guys you know I live in Cleveland and I've seen the Browns go from you know 0 and 16 to 1 and 15 and now they're in the playoffs so you know just because you have a lot of young talent that doesn't mean, or you know, you have a lot of picks and you're adding talent. That doesn't automatically mean that you're, you're, you know, you're automatically just going to be in the playoffs. It's a, it's a process, and you have to learn how to win. And when you bring veterans in there to teach these guys to, you know, how to prepare, you know, how to go about your business, is vital in it, the growth of these young guys. So, I mean, with Joe Douglas, you know, that's why I'm kind of, you know, a little upset, you know, with how free agency is going because, you know, you got, you have to add guys, you have to add competition at, at these, at, at certain positions. And you also have to add veter, uh, veteran presence, uh, guys who've been there before because, you know, they add a, a tremendous value to your locker room. And even if they, you know, even if they lost a step, they can still, you know, there's still guys that can spot start, and they can 
you know, if a guy isn't ready, we don't have to force him on the field because you know how the New York media is. If we yeah. put a guy on the field and they don't play, if they don't play particularly well the first couple of games, we automatically call him a bust. Look, look what we did to kill. We were ready to ship him off. You know, we yep. were ready to ship yep. him off. Yep. It's just like sometimes you just have to, you know, you you have to bring guys in so those rookies don't have to play right away. And I'm a big, yeah. you know, I I believe wholeheartedly in that, you know, adding competition and adding competition at positions and, you know, just being able to properly develop the young talent on your team because I just don't want to throw you to the wolves. I want to make sure that you're ready to be on the field. I don't want to make sure the guy who's in front of you has shown properly shown you how the NFL works. And I think Joe Douglas has to really take a look at that. Yeah, and with that, and you brought up a great take, and you're bringing the fire right now. I look at this offensive line position, and I'm saying to myself, I know there's a lot of other Jets fans out there that are saying, hey, there's still a need here. Van Roten, Lewis, terrible. Do mm-hmm. not bring those guys back. Yeah. We do not want to see them starting again. So when you look at this situation, how would you like to, the Jets to address that in free agency? Are you a, a Trey Turner guy from the Chargers? Do you want to see us bring him in? I mean, he's a you know a former pro bowler, or do you want to see us address yeah. it in the draft? Because – Again, Creed Humphrey, there's, you know, a lot of guys that are still going to be out there in the draft, and we have, you know, picks to make that happen. How do you think the Jets yeah. should, should take care of this position, man? Joe, I'm a, I'm a component of both. I'm a component of both. Mm. Add Trey Turner and draft his replacement, which there's nothing wrong with that. Because mm. you're, you're, you're basically having insurance for yourself, okay? So if, you get, if you're banking on Trey Turner, right, if you're banking on him to um, – kind of play well in that position the the when you sign him and he doesn't you got a guy you got a guy waiting in the wings looking to get on the field probably hungry to get on the field and yeah. if Trey Turner does play well that rookie that you drafted you can put him you can put him at another guard position it's a win win mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying yeah. like they, you have to you you we're we're not in position to just say okay uh i'll just add Trey Turner and then i will we'll be straight nah you have to add as much talent as possible in the most important position. That's the offensive line. Like I was telling you last week, I, hey, listen, if you don't invest in the offensive line, you're not going to have a good team. And that's, and, and, and that's straight. You're not. You're yeah. not. I don't care. Yeah. You can have all world, you can have all world receivers. You can have an all world running back. But if you don't invest in the offensive line, being able to, properly coach these guys because the coaching was terrible on the offensive line. It was terrible, awful. The last couple years it's brutal. And and if you can't properly coach these guys up and which I think, you know, uh, I think uh, LaFleur will, you know, coming from that. I mean, I hope he will, you know, coming from that Shanahan system, it seems like they, they always have good offensive line play and, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you know, maybe he can learn something from his brother as well. But um, I, I just really think that you just really heavily have to invest, whether it's free agent signings and it has to be um, drafting these players because you cannot miss, yeah. you cannot afford to miss. You can't. Yeah. 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 You know what, Monty, you know, we've got our back and forth, man, but you're bringing the fire tonight. Give this man a hand, man. Give this man a hand, man. Give this man a hand. Man. Not, not, we, not we, might, we might not disagree on a couple things. Not too much. He'll, he'll get too full of himself. Not too much. We all know how Monty does. <laughs> oh, I'm still going right? to come we through the back door, it. man. Security not going to keep oh, me out. Oh, man. 
Oh, my goodness, man. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? I just try to show him love and respect. You see how he do. You know, Monty is just Monty. But, listen, my final question for you before I let you go, you know what I'm saying, and really right. quickly, you look at Corey Davis. He comes out and says, hey, he signed in the impression that Sam Darnold is going to be his starting quarterback. Jets mm-hmm. fans going crazy. What are your thoughts about that, man? Do you feel like people are overreacting at this point? Yeah, so, I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand what what people's problem is with with uh, you know just allowing Sam to really just develop. Because at the end of the day, if even if you draft, even if you draft an, another quarterback, still gonna have to develop him either way. So you know what's in the building with Sam Darnold. You know what needs to be corrected with Sam Darnold. You've seen him. You've seen flashes from the guy. You've seen that he wasn't properly coached. You've seen so many different things. It wasn't a proper, it wasn't a good, really good team around him. So you know what you have. At the end of the day, if you're going to draft a quarterback, you're going to have to develop him. Why not just develop Sam Darnold? You know what you got. Mm. It's, yeah. it's, it's plain and simple. Yeah. Am, am I the biggest Sam Darnold fan? No. I, you know, I – from the first seat, from the from his rookie season, uh, man, I was standing on top of a mountain for the guy, you know, because I just saw mm-hmm. I saw things in him that just I was like, man, this guy really he he really has it. Even though he was struggling, yeah. you know, he still struggled in the uh, in his rookie season. He still showed this thing where it doesn't matter what's going on around him, he's not gonna he's not really gonna flinch under you know under pressure. He's still gonna do his thing. He's still gonna sling it, and I like that. And you know when the when the second season and third season came, it's like uh, I'm not really that sold on a guy, but yeah. I think you just have to develop him. He has mechanical yeah. issues that needs to be fixed. Uh, Facts. What I seen from Adam, Adam Gaze last year, it's just I, Adam Gaze has set this team, you know, three or four years behind. Because when you're looking, <laughs> yeah. when you're like. Like Joe, Joe, look when when you're looking at when you're looking at Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady on the sideline, right? When when they're coming yeah. over to the sideline, they're sitting down on the bench. They're getting coaching the co- every time Absolutely. that I saw. Every time that I saw Sam Darnold go, you know, go towards the bench, he was by himself, man. After a bad he didn't play, even have a real QB coach, Monty. He, he, he didn't have a real QB coach. He didn't. And I'm not trying to. He had no coaching during the game. Is that he also couldn't audible out of place. My God. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm not trying to make excuses for Sam Donald. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have to be able to. You drafted him. You gave up significant capital to draft this guy. Yeah. And you just want to make sure you see that he has talent. He's made. He's made some phenomenal plays. Now you see, like you just have to hone in his skills, develop him, and and just have him just be a better quarterback, and that's it. Now if it yeah. doesn't work out next yeah. year, then you can go and you know find a quarterback and you know do all those things. But but Jesus, man, let let the dude get to his his fourth year, man. He's not yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Monty, listen, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta move on. Look, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Every, you know, next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. We go back and forth, but it's all love. Oh yeah, man. I love, love talking football with you. You know your stuff, so I want you to have a good night, my friend. All right, you, you do the same, man. I appreciate you. Thanks all for right, taking you my call. Yeah, my, listen, Monty calling in. Me and Monty go back and forth all the time on Twitter. You know, we go back and forth. Strong opinions each way. It's all love. 
But he's got some fire takes, man. Listen, I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. I'm going to close the show out here. Look, it's a lot to talk about. We'll continue on. Uh, we got draft coming up. We're definitely going to talk about that stuff. But I'm telling you, the Jets, I think we're heading in the right direction. We made quite a bit of signings that have really helped bolster this roster. So, listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote our Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search the Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at youngj 0 Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm going to live under the bridge, and I will have my Darnold jersey on at all times. I don't know what's going to happen. Corey Davis thinks he's going to be the starting quarterback come this season. You know what I'm saying? I'll have, you know, it would be me, Corey Davis, watching Sam, you know what I'm saying, chilling with Sam as well down there under that bridge. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? We all just going to hang out together and have a good time. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? We're just going to talk about the Jets, talk about how, how everybody's excited to be on the team. It could happen. I'm also on YouTube as well at the Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets is the YouTube page. Do my live streams. Please subscribe. Turn on your notifications. Give my videos a thumbs up as well. You know what I'm saying? I love going back and forth. That's where the live streams are going to be if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio. That's where everything goes down. That's where it happens. So if you want to watch the show live, subscribe. Turn on your notifications. And if you want to troll me, no issues. I'm going to troll under the bridge. I'll troll you right there as well, too. You know what I'm saying? We can go back and forth on there as well. And as always, people, when you see me in person, okay, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everybody, okay? Especially in these times, man, we're all Jets fans. You know, free hugs, man, it will cost you absolutely nothing. So I want to thank everyone for listening. You folks have a good one. Peace out. One second, folks. Hold on. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.